Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. <laughs> Hi, Grayson. Hi, Amy. Welcome to Diddy TV. Thank you. I like your black toenails. Oh, I mean, you know. <laughs> it's a Part that you wouldn't see on TV. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, and I'm glad you noticed, too. Yeah, so yeah. They were especially for you. Well, it matches my shirt. It does so kind of yeah, match your yeah, shirt. Yeah. And I like your shirt. Where did you get that? Um, a friend of ours named BR from, uh, I guess he lives around Ocean Springs. He gave it to me. He's a, a yeah, been a good friend of ours down south Mississippi. Was he wearing it? And you said, I no, want that shirt? No, <laughs> he, he, he said it was too big. Like, this shirt's too big for me, so I'm going to give it to you. And it's too big for me, too. But it's, it's it a pretty fits cool better. shirt, yeah, though. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's got, he's all got Native American roots and stuff like that. So, Well, you're, you're from, originally from Alabama. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Bruton, Alabama. It's a big city Where next to Bruton? It's next to Burnt Corn. Okay. <laughs> Where is Burnt Corn? Next to Castleberry. <laughs> and, and now I know exactly between, where you are. Yeah, yeah, it's in between Montgomery and Mobile, off okay. of 65, not too far. <laughs> uh, I love Mobile. I love the whole Gulf Coast area. It's just, it's beautiful down there. Yeah, yeah. And we just had a, a tropical storm come through, and I, I like those too. It's like a different kind of rain. It's beautiful. Yeah. So you, you grew up, did you, you, were, were you playing music as a child, or did you learn when you were a little bit older there's music always around the house I like uh you know i grew up you know my first memories when the late 60s early 70s early 70s and so you know the 60s hit alabama in the 70s <laughs> so my parents were kind of i guess hippie type people um so on the weekends they taught school but on the weekends there'd be musicians around the house all the time musicians poets actors so people would be reciting poetry and singing songs, and, and uh, you know, it was, it was way before the intranets came around. Of course. <laughs> so, yeah, I started, I started uh, uh, just being around people who love music and loved lyrics and words, and, and my dad always had a great record collection, you know, from just eclectic, you know, Eartha Kitt, Serge Gansberg, to Tom T. Hall and Hank Williams and Brownie McGee and, you know, uh, you know, Bob Dylan and all that stuff. Uh, 
And then I started playing uh, late high school, store, you know, more toward uh, college when I moved to New Orleans. Well, when you went to college, you went to Tulane. I did, yeah. And you studied drama there, right? I did. I have a, a, a BFA in theater, yeah. Well, what do you think the uh, background in theater does for your performances? Did it give you more confidence being on stage or...? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, confidence is, I think one of the greatest acting lessons I ever had was actually from my father. He said one day he wasn't believing what I was doing, you know, and um, he told me to lay down on the floor and put my arms and legs up in the air. And he said, I want you to scream that you're a dying cockroach until I believe you. <laughs> and, I, you know, being in high school, you're all... Like, this is stupid. I'm not doing that, Dad. And I started, you know, I'm a dying cockroach. And finally, after about a minute of doing it, I started screaming and crying. And I became a dying cockroach. And it was, it was, it was, you know, was, and he finally, he grabbed me. He said, all right, all right, now you're ready. You know, and so I, basically what that means is when you make a complete fool out of yourself, then you have let go of your ego to the point of being actually ready to perform. Because if you're concerned about, you know, your, how you look and, 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 and what people are thinking of you, then you're not going to be real. You're going to be pretending. So you know, Then you're not really invoking all the emotion that you need to mm -hmm. invoke if you're the concerned whole thing about like, everything yeah, else. If you get caught acting, you're a bad actor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're either truth or, truthful or not. You know? So uh, hopefully I go, you know, truth... Is like surfing. I go in waves, and uh, the beauty of music is uh, it's a journey through time and space where you visit deep truth. Sometimes it's like catching a wave, you know. Um, so I, I think I think theater has has uh, been very useful for me, you know, performing. Well, New Orleans was a bit of an adopted town for you for a while. And um, you got you sort of launched your career down there, and, yeah. and there are a lot of influences in your music that that come from that region. Yeah, um, I worked the after I got out of school. I worked the door at Tipitina's. Um, that had to be amazing. Yeah, and it was the late '80s, early '90s, and all, it was before the House of Blues, and it was after the Warehouse. So Tipitina's was where everybody came, and so I got to. Dad, on top of music, you know, I had some people in theater who really loved rock and roll. They thought that was the, the new theater. And that, on top of the influence of all these bands coming through, uh, started, it, it's influenced me a lot. And, and the people at Tipitina's were really nice to me. I had a band called the House Levelers. And... They, I was the first uh, band signed to the Tipitina's label in the early 90s, and Jim Dickinson produced our record. It was uh, it's called No Definitions, and so I got kind of supported and then, you know, from, did different projects since then. And, uh, yeah, I lived there for 20 years. And then Katrina happened, obviously. And, <laughs> it and, happened. Yeah. <laughs> and so a lot of musicians had to, had to leave, at least for a while, um, and, and relocate someplace else. And, and you, you were also among those musicians. You, you went to outside of Nashville, right, to Franklin? 
and yeah nashville was really kind to us mm -hmm. at that time and the musicians i was with uh you know, we nobody had a job to go back to, so we were, you know, whoever you were sleeping with on August 29th, you know, you're married to now. Right. <laughs> and so we stayed married as a band for a while. Nashville was super nice to us. My wife, uh, Trina Shoemaker, very nice to her. She's a uh, recording engineer. So it made sense for us to go to Nashville. And then after things kind of settled down on the Gulf Coast, we just got homesick for friends and salt air. <laughs> move back. Move back to Alabama, yeah. where you live now, right? Yeah, and it's close to New Orleans. So I get, you know, I've got kids, and you know, New Orleans. I love it, but it's it's great when you're young and single. <laughs> <laughs> True. It's too tempting as an old lecherous man. You don't want your sixteen-year-old uh, running around New Orleans. There's already that. already enough chaos right. involved in that. I'm trying to eliminate chaos wherever I can. Well, at one point in your career, you were very prolific, and you were. Uh, trying to put out an album almost every year, and I'm sure that had to be taxing because create creativity doesn't always come like that. It just it comes when it comes. Yeah, and it was it was. Uh, yeah, and plus being on the foothills of Katrina, I mean, at that time I was writing a lot, and then when we had to move, then I wrote a lot around Nashville. And then we moved again, and, and, you know, kids getting older and trying to remember algebra, you know, all the things of, you know, to help them with school, you know, just like, and then, you know, there's all kinds of stuff happens. Parents get older, you got to take care of, like my friend Earl says, it's a hard job living all day. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ain't that um, true. Yeah, but, you know, I've been, I've been writing still. I mean, the people say, oh, you didn't put out a record in six years or so, but I have, I've done two records with a band called Willie Sugarcaps since, since then. So that was kind of a side project that I've done. When you've been allowing yourself some space just to enjoy the creative process. Yeah, and I've been performing a lot. And performing a lot. <laughs> Touring a lot. Yeah, I'm trying to remember all the stuff I've already written. <laughs> and then yeah. Scarlet Roses. Mm -hmm. So tell me about, tell me about that. Where did you produce that? Um, well, wrote most of it. I have a little writing shack. Finally, uh, when we moved, all this moving and stuff, we had this house. But I didn't have, uh, I think I started going crazy for a couple of years because I didn't have my own space. And finally, I have a little cabin in the back with a wood-burning stove and an air conditioner. And I sit back there and have the... I've never written this way before, but the past few years I just started pressing the record on the voice memo thing on my phone and just singing and sing for 10, 12 minutes and let something come out. And that's pretty much how every song got written. So the melody first and then just playing, the music, yeah. you know, just just kind of strumming and starting to sing and, and let something come out and it, you make stuff up for a lengthy amount of time you can go back and hone it down to something that makes sense and so it ended up kind of for me kind of a dream scape kind of lyrics or you know what I would dream and then uh, after I felt like I had a, uh, songs that that worked together we went to Dockside in Maurice Louisiana you got friends there and recorded half of it there, and then it flooded. <laughs> it seems like floods follow me. 
and so we couldn't go back when we wanted to, and then we went back, we went into Dolphin Street Sound, which is a, a new studio out of Mobile, that's a really cool studio, and we finished it there and put it out on Royal Potato Family record label, which is my friend Kevin Calibro, we've done stuff for years. It's an there. amazing album. Thank you, you're, you're sweet, thanks. And t tell us about some of the music, because I know that it was a little bit of an emotional journey for you on this album. There's all sorts of topics you cover. You try to do it in a humorous way, but um, but you were dealing with a number of actual heavy topics on the on the album. Yeah, I'm, I want to. Uh, for me, music's really therapeutic, and I've got to go in sometime in a dark spot but hopefully by the end of it come out in a light spot you know my um i've had one of the best pieces of wisdom i've ever been given as an artist is is uh if you cannot provide hope then don't do it so it's me trying to get through some stuff provide hope for myself and and by doing that um possibly provides something cathartic and hopeful for somebody else and that's what I that's amazing advice because I know that so many people li listen to music and if it resonates with them um, depending on what they're going through in their lives it can really make a difference um, and they connect with the artist yeah and I think the job of a poet is to put into words what people feel but they can't express themselves and hopefully that's what I'm able to do um, I know it helps me and I I'm a I experienced that with artists that I, I love you know I, they help me get through stuff so. who are some of the artists that really influenced you along the way well, I guess all over the place. I mean, I love uh, Mississippi Fred McDowell, and I love the storytelling of Tom T. Hall. I love the uh, kind of uh, classiness of Leonard Cohen. I like the craziness of Diamanda Galas. I like Nick Cave and his kind of uh, gothic Southern appreciation. And, um, and I like... Black Sabbath for that realm. That's one of my first concerts I ever went to. <laughs> really? Black Sabbath. <laughs> so it's all over the place, you know. And of course, I love you know Bob Dylan is is uh, uh, one of the unsung heroes of of many people's career. You know, it's one of those things. I think you know Bob Dylan would be a huge influence. But then there's all these other uh, facets. But I think my most consistent influence is Woody Guthrie, just because of the straightforward simplicity. And Hank Williams, you know, it's the same thing. They're really poets that put music to their Yeah, poetry, and it reminds yeah. you to be simple and true, you know. Like, like Woody Guthrie said, most of the time I play two chords. And he said, sometimes I play three to impress the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so it just it reminds you to stay simple because, you know, but... Uh, so, those, yeah, influences are all over the place. Well, your music is amazing. The album's amazing. You know, I hope everyone 
uh, comes out and, and supports your tour and also um, your music. Um, we couldn't have been more excited to have you in the, in the studio today, and we hope you come back. Well, thanks. It was awesome playing here. It was real comfortable, and I uh, hope we can come back. Next record. <laughs> 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.